bet a dollar for every time you heard yourself or someone else say, I don't have time for that, you'd probably be rich. I know life can feel like a circus, especially when you're trying to juggle it all. And I know what it's like to be pulled in a million different directions and to feel like there's never enough time to do all the things for all the people. But I really believe that what you want is possible. It just requires some decision-making and intentional action. You truly can't make time or find time. You have to set it apart. And I'll show you how to make big moves and take game-changing action nine minutes at a time. I'm Jennifer Seiss. I love helping impact-oriented women run their home, life, and business, gain traction in their day-to-day, and have more time with the people they love the most. My heart is to share what I've learned along the way and help you get more of what you want out of your life and work. Every episode is designed to get you on your way to a quick win. So grab your favorite beverage, pull up a chair, and let's start making more of your time. Hey there, and welcome to episode two of the In 9 Minutes podcast. I'm Jennifer Seiss, and I'm so excited to connect with you over the next nine minutes. Yesterday, I was talking to one of my kids about hitting the snooze button, and he said, oh yeah, I hit it enough times to get 45 minutes of extra sleep sometimes. I wish you could see me using air quotes, because as I'll get to in a minute, I'm not sure about that extra sleep. Although teenagers and boys in their 20s have a special gift for going back to sleep, and they actually sleep like bears. If you have teenagers, you know exactly what I'm talking about, don't you? So do you ever hit the snooze button? Research shows that 60 to 70% of people hit snooze consistently, especially on work days, and that there's likely a large percentage of people who deny that they push the snooze button, but they actually do. A fun fact, the snooze button on an iPhone goes for nine minutes and three seconds. And did you know that when you hit snooze, you rarely fall back asleep? Sleep science suggests that hitting snooze can not only disrupt healthy sleep patterns, but may leave you feeling drowsy for the rest of the day. Nobody needs that. If you Google whether or not it's a good idea to hit snooze, you'll get mixed mixed reviews for sure, but I'm here to offer you a much better use of that time. Now, skipping the snooze button might not seem like that big of a deal, right? After all, it's only nine minutes and you might be thinking to yourself, I've been doing it for years. I'm, I'm absolutely fine. Sometimes I just don't feel like getting out of bed when my alarm goes off. But consider this, not hitting the snooze button potentially shifts your thinking from, I don't want to get out of bed to, this is when I'm getting up. You're making a decision about when you're getting out of bed and it closes a decision loop instead of saying, I'm setting my alarm for 5.30, but I'll really get up at 5.39 or 5.48. Instead of doing that, you can just decide to get up at 5.30 or... Just set your alarm for 5.48 and get up at 5.48. The the snooze button in a lot of ways is like procrastination. You know, that whole concept of putting things off. When you hit the snooze button, you're putting off getting out of bed. So what if instead of hitting the snooze button, you got up and used those nine minutes to double down and take action in one area of your life? What if you got to see that nine minute investment compound over time and you experienced a whole new kind of traction and momentum in your life and business. You might not be a person who hits the snooze button. And in fact, I'm not either. But the idea of figuring out where you're letting nine minutes pass you by is the same. It's kind of the principle. Where in your day are you letting nine minutes pass you by? Nine minutes where you could take some significant action and over time, that action would add up. 
you have a lot to do. You have big dreams. You have some shifts you would like to make in your life. And while they might be small shifts, they're shifts nonetheless, but you find yourself feeling like you just don't have time to move towards your big dreams or even make those small shifts, right? I want to challenge you to shift your thinking and consider what could happen when you set apart nine minutes a day to focus on one thing. If you have a dream of being a blogger, what if you spent nine minutes a day writing? Imagine how much you would unlock in your brain. And if you want to sell something that you make, what if you spent nine minutes a day reaching out to people who you know would love to buy what you make or researching packaging or setting a schedule that moves you closer to getting your business off of the ground? Or what if you spent nine minutes a day face-to-face, phone down, or in the other room for that matter, talking and better yet, listening to your spouse? What if you spent nine minutes a day reading a book for the next nine days. Imagine how much that could change the game for you. All of the pieces of time would add up and that investment would compound. You have nine minutes you can set apart. You can start practicing this today. Just the other day, I got a message from a friend who has heard me talk about the nine minute method a million times. And she shared this. I've been doing a mindset workshop for 30 days. And last night, the self-sabotage unit hit me. And I realized I do so much procrastinating on things that take less than 10 minutes. Like most of the daily tasks I do for the people I work for take five to 10 minutes. Or doing the dishes, folding a load of laundry, her skincare routine, makeup routine, and so many parts of the day take less than 10 minutes. And when you break it down, it seems so much easier. She said, my nine minute challenge came to mind and she realized that she'd been putting things off and procrastinating on things that she could have been taking action on all of this time. So start practicing this nine minute method today so that you don't end up wishing you'd started sooner. And since we're on the subject of improving your life and sleeping by nixing the snooze button, here are a few things that you can do for nine minutes a day to help you improve your sleep. Go for a nine minute walk every day and after dinner would be even better. Journal for nine minutes before you go to bed to clear out some brain clutter. Plan your day for the next day so you aren't preoccupied with your to-do list while you're trying to go to sleep. Turn off the TV or the screen nine minutes earlier than usual and back it up by nine minutes a day until you hit an hour or two. I want to encourage you to put this into practice. Make a decision today. Close one loop on how you are going to use nine minutes a day. Because remember, you can't make time or find time. You have to set it apart. So set a timer for nine minutes a day and get ready to change your life. And I can't wait to come back next week with another episode about the power of what can happen in just nine minutes. 
Thanks so much for listening today. Do you have questions you'd love to ask, but don't because you aren't sure who to ask or you'd rather not let the world in on not having it all together? I get it. I get lots of questions all the time from parenting to business development to Bible study recommendations to the best meal to serve a crowd and even how to navigate hard conversations. My husband and kids call me Google, and since I'm a problem solver by nature and love research, it sort of fits. So I am so excited to answer your questions. You can share your questions with me by DMing me on Instagram at Jennifer Seiss, and I'll answer your questions on an upcoming episode. So here's to more intentional connection and less grind, nine minutes at a time.